we're ready, we're going to do a drum roll. <laughs> Baby, bye. I think it's crazy to see that. L what is it? Welcome to Habits You Love, a thought-provoking podcast about self-love, self-healing, and spiritual evolution. I'm Kayla Fazio, and with each episode, it is my mission to expand your mind to what you think is possible for you and provoke thoughts of looking at your own healing you may need and help you discover the power you have within you to build healthy habits and create a life you love. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Habits You Love. Today, we are joined by a very special guest of mine, the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend of Tyler Stephen Fight. <laughs> Welcome, babe. Thanks. You excited? Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's cool. We've yeah. done this before, but just not no video. I don't yep. Think. So you've been on a couple of my podcasts, but Today, we are going to go like start to finish our relationship from beginning to current. So all I'm right. really excited to let's, have let's do it. conversation with you. Yeah, we talk, we talk all the time. It's just now everybody gets to hear us talk. We, I know. They should be very <laughs> lucky to hear us talk. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about how we met because I think every time someone asks us, mm -hmm. how did you guys meet? It's always like a long, drawn out story. So I'm going to say my kind of my perspective first. So we technically met on the dog beach yeah. in Sarasota. In Venice. In Venice, mm -hmm. September of 2020, like two or three weeks after I moved to Sarasota. Yes. Um, because your sister had invited me to the dog beach because your sister and your brother-in-law live here in Sarasota. So talk a little yeah. bit more about how you got here. Because so, you were here before I was. Yeah. So I got here uh, March 2018. I decided just to, I knew there was an opportunity for me here. One of the stories I kind of wanted to say, uh, like a precursor to getting here was my grandmother was visiting me in Oklahoma one time. I was wearing shorts and flip-flops. It was like summertime. And she said, oh, Tyler, are you headed to work? And I'm like, Grandma, I'm wearing shorts and flip-flops. And she's like, yeah, well, if you lived out there in Florida, you could wear that to work. And it kind of like light bulb went off. I was like, that might be it. I might could do that, you know, working with flip-flops and shorts. So anyways, so, you know, fast forward, here we are. Um, yeah, I'm just, I literally mailed like three or four boxes and I've been here ever since and haven't looked back. I'm just really grateful to be here. Yeah. You know? So when I tell people how we, how we met, yeah, it's, there's like a history there. We, we kind of, there's have. a it's lot like, of, it's not, but it is. So it's really funny. So a lot of coincidences or a yeah. lot of, so how it works or how it happened is we both grew up in Oklahoma, right? We lived a town over from each other. So we went to kind of rival high schools we went to rival a little bit. High schools. Mm -hmm. um, your parents split up when you were yeah, fifth, little. Yeah, fifth, sixth grade. Something. So your sister went to my high school and you went to the rival high school. Yeah, I went to Yukon High School. Yeah, so you were just a town apart. So I just grew up knowing your sister. She was my little brother's age. She was in my little brother's friend group. I was just like, oh, yeah, Taylor. Like, I just know who she was. Well, just from whatever 
the grapevine. I knew your grandma lived out here. I knew Miles lived out here for a little bit with your grandma. Um, and I just, I just knew that your family was like attached to Sarasota somehow. And so my grandparents were also out here as well. Mm -hmm. And long story short, fast forward to when I moved here, I remembered obviously that Taylor and Miles lived here. So called her up one day. It was a Labor Day weekend, actually, 2023 three years ago. And I was like, well, first of all, I didn't tell her I moved here. I was like, hey, I'm in town. Do you guys want to go to the beach? Mm-hmm. So I, me and April, April was in town with me, met up with Taylor Miles, and we were hanging out. And I was like, so by the way, uh, I live here now. And then they're all excited. And then, you know, she's trying to introduce me to all the people. Like, you have to come right. to my family's workout. You have to go this, this, this. And yeah, I think three weeks later, they invited me to the dog beach. And you were there. And mm-hmm. I was, she was like, this is my brother. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back after so much conversation between us, like we have so many mutual friends, mutual yeah, circumstances. Definitely, definitely like kind of running around in similar circles yeah. around town. Yeah. A bunch of people knew both of us, but we had never met. So. Yeah. So so it's like it's so weird to say like so we met the first time on the dog beach but you know nothing really you know just just meeting and then i think the next time that we saw each other or got to meet was at the sarasota fit fam as we called it which was my aunt was putting on group workouts outside in the driveway during covid because all the gyms were shut down so as a family we kind of decided to make this our little group event we did that i think monday wednesday fridays where we got together and worked out and everybody was there my sister was there miles my brother-in-law who happened to be your next door neighbor in oklahoma growing up your guys's families were very close and um your brother-in-law i've known since i was two yeah so crazy and so yeah we we uh did the sarasota fit fam workouts and you showed up every single time and you were on time every single time. And, you know, I think kind of the first little inkling that maybe I had feelings for you or maybe that, you know, was, it sounds really silly, probably for like anybody else, it would be silly. But I think we were running like sprints, sprints or something. And I, my knee was a little bit injured and I was like coming off of a knee, uh, knee injury. Yeah, and you were like challenging me on the sprints, and I was like, didn't want to lose. I didn't want you to beat me. So I was like, no, like, not here, you know? So, anyways, I think that was kind of fun. It was like a fun, competitive thing oh, yeah. for both of us. And oh, I was so, definitely trying to show off. I was like, <laughs> he is not beating me with a bum uh, knee. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get you with that bum knee. I won, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah, I won. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we I, I definitely started going to the workouts more on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yep. But mm-hmm. I think you just liked seeing me work out. Or yeah. Well, I, I think um, the working out was like just it was a big thing in my life. Like the Sarasota Fit Fam, like having the family. It was a time when during COVID when people were. Uh, you know, they were locked down. They weren't getting um, around each other. And my family kind of took this bad situation and totally flipped it upside down. Like we got closer together as a family. Um, 
you know, we worked out hard together. Uh, it just brought us closer together. It was like a way for us to kind of get out in the sun, sweat, unwind. And then like on Fridays, sometimes my aunt would bring us out a drink or a white claw or something like that. Or we would all have, you know, something like that. And it just like really brought us a little bit of community during a really hard time. And I think that was kind of when I was like, you know, seeing how you interacted with my family and then seeing how my family interacted with you and just how smooth it was, it was just like there was no resistance there. It was like easy. And I was like, oh, this is like how it's supposed to be. And it started off as friends. Like, yeah. obviously, we we're, you know, friends. And I think you asked me to, you know, go out like after a workout one night or something. I didn't think much whoa, about whoa, it. Whoa, did I? Ask I think you, you did. You <laughs> You totally did. <laughs> did I? Yeah, that was you. Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Anyways. I yeah. <laughs> it worked out for you. I, I, I mean, I obviously remember our first going out. and I don't even really consider it a date. I don't know it was if just, it was like a date, I think it was but... just like two people, friends hanging out. And I think that's how it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting to know somebody. You know, whether it's a friend or someone of the opposite sex, it's like establish some sort of uh, friendship or whatever. Even if it's two older people that um, are further along in their lives um, that maybe aren't necessarily looking for a mate uh, that are just looking for friendship. You know what I mean? It's it's important to have those friendships and stuff like that. Yeah. So. When you find someone that you're compatible with, that your family likes, and that you're good with the family, it's like, well, sure, why can't there be a friendship yeah. here, you know? So. Yeah, definitely after a couple of weeks, I obviously you were single, I was single, and then I think I approached it as like, I was not hey, thinking about you like know this town. Can you show me? I know this town. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but seriously, I I don't I wasn't looking for a relationship, <laughs> and you were I don't know you weren't looking for a relationship, yeah. so it was like that's that was in was not uh, on the forefront of our mind. That was kind of you know. Yeah, I don't I don't remember how it progressed. Usually, not usually, I don't know, but maybe. A lot of people like they meet somewhere and it's like they want to start dating. That's what they're looking for yeah, immediately. Yeah, like they're at a bar or they're like seeking or online or whatever. Yeah, and, and then so, it's like immediate first date well, within the first week. That's With us, it was like weeks. That's and weeks the and problem weeks. is that people are searching. So yeah. when you're searching and you're searching and you're searching, it's like you're going to find things that maybe aren't right, you know? So if things happen naturally in the flow state or in, in, your, in the flow of things, and that's, I think, when things happen a little bit more natural. And yeah. Yeah, so, been... okay, so your family and my family, I think I didn't meet your whole family first, but your mom and your sister were like my neighbors at one point in my life. When you I guys was in lived in the school. same neighborhood? Yeah, and so I'm sure I met them. Obviously, I knew your sister. I hadn't met your grandma, your aunt and uncle. New Miles. Um, mm -hmm. So I had met a little bit of your family. You. I'd met most of your family. You had met most of my family. Not not really like uh, in depth. I probably had met Tyler, your brother, um, a couple times through Miles. Uh, I had met Coven a few times and been around him. And we all used to go to the same Gold's uh, gym. Which I went there too. <laughs> probably saw you there. We're still trying to figure out We're where still, we where we knew each other out. from. Yeah, I'm sure we. It's gonna pop up uh, in yeah. my mind one day. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but then, oh, and then you met, I mean, you met most of my family at Miles and Taylor's wedding. Yeah. Exactly. So my dad, mm-hmm. my sister, mm-hmm. both my brothers. Yes. And then you said you met my mom. I met your mother. So I met your mother uh, on the beach. Um, I'm pretty sure my mom and grandmother were there as well. And I kind of remember them talking about Tony and how she had kind of been going through some hard things and how she was maybe a little sad and depressed. And, you know, honestly, I wish I could remember more about your mother because, you know, I wish I was more maybe present in that moment or got to know her. But I never like looking back on it, never would thought I would be here with her daughter and, you know, having a child with her daughter. It's a really really incredible thing but um yeah and and one of the things you know is i even thought like how how could you be sad or upset and on this beautiful beach in this beautiful place and you know i didn't understand the place that she was coming from at the time you know i i couldn't comprehend how you can be down like that and i think now since then i i have i have realized how people can get down like that and and um yeah, it's very, uh, very unfortunate situation what happened with your family because I think, you know, right after the incident with your mother, it was just like so much life happened after that. You know, your brother started having kids and it's just like, now we're having kids. So, you know, with that being said, uh, I don't know how this came about, but the rainbows, the rainbows thing. So now every time I see a rainbow or a reflection like a prisma that that comes in i see all the color uh colors like from the spectrum or whatever i i think about your mother and i so for me that rainbow or those light prisms that i see for me it's always like a sign from your mother that she's saying hi or hey i'm here i'm looking out for you so you know it's uh yeah it's really cool yeah and it happens all the time now it's all the time always there yeah it's funny how you see those People, maybe they'll post something on or social media where they're like, one of their parents has passed away. And it's like, I never, or thinking my fiance would never meet my mom. And then you see, they like find a picture of like the they, mom being the teacher of the They already fiance. knew each yeah. other. <laughs> so they already met. So that's kind of like the same with you. It's like you <laughs> met my mom before you met me and at least got to have that exchange, you know? Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's really cool. Definitely. Because we met my whole family. So. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> well, you kind of already touched on this, but I do want to go back to, yeah, after we met, after we started dating, what was, like, what was your mentality in that, during that time, like, in your thought process? Of you like, mean, like, after we met or when we started dating? Yeah, when we started dating. Like, you already said you weren't looking, and I wasn't looking either, so... Um, one of the things when you started to like fall in love with me, like what, <laughs> what were you thinking? Were you like, no, no, no. To be honest with you, um, you know, we were laying out on the beach one day together pretty early on, kind of, we'd watch sunsets and stuff. And, uh, you said, you know, do you have any questions? You basically essentially wanted me to ask questions I to kind of, you so many questions. Yeah. So you wanted to get to know you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And for you, you wanted to get to know me, but for me, I already felt, I felt it, you know, I felt like, okay, this person, if she allows me to love her and to be with her, then I won't mess it up. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of knew that, you know? And so I didn't really have any questions because anything that had happened prior to me coming into your life, like if you want to share that and you want to talk to me about it, I'm here to listen and I'll, I'll hear it and I'll talk to you about it. But I don't judge you for anything that has happened before I came along. You know, I can't 
do anything about any of those things anyway. But I remember you talking about, you know, some of the relationships that you've been in and how people treated you. And I just knew I wasn't going to be treating you like that. And I also knew that I was going to allow you to be the person that you wanted to be. And in order for you to become that person you want to be, I have to not stay out of your way, but stand to the side and let you become that person and be here for you whenever you do need me. Cause you're very like strong, you're a leader. Um, yeah. And so I knew that I was going to allow you to be the person that you wanted to become. And I think that's probably what people in the past didn't do for you. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Still doing it. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously I wasn't looking. I, yeah, I just come off obviously a really hard situation. Um, but I will say it's like hanging out with you, being in your presence. Like you said, we would meet for the sunset like three times a week. Uh, that was so fun. Mm -hmm. I think it just it was just so easy and it made me it did make me feel so much better. Yeah. Um it's not a so lot of resistance. Was, yeah, there was like zero resistance. We had good conversation without questions being asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. we just had fun. Yeah. And I think it just, not to say the word rebound at, in it, on, by any means, but it was like, it's what I needed mm -hmm. after what I just gone through for two yeah. and a half years. So I was like, and then it really put in my head like, oh, this is how a man really is. Yeah. This is how a man treats a woman, you know? And yeah, it was easy. So we really, I mean, we started dating probably what, December 2020? After living since. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we went on a couple dates, I would say it was more of like. So everything that we do or not do, but <laughs> we're both competitive. We're really competitive people. Yeah. And so our dates or our hangs always involved some sort of like we played pool, I think. And that was the first time. Yeah. That was the first time. And I think. <laughs> I won. I uh, think you won a couple <laughs> and I won a couple. I think it's pretty even. The other day we played ping pong and yeah. I seriously tried to beat you at ping pong and I'm pretty good at ping pong and you actually beat me. And now, so I, now I need to redeem myself. It was close. Yeah, it was close. It was really it close. Was but that's what's fun about our relationship is that we're both super competitive, but um, yeah, we're very well balanced and we're good for each other yeah. like that where we have a good time with this. So if you can compete and have fun and bring out the best in each other, yeah. then that's really what it's about. And yeah. I think you you bring out the best in me. So that that helps me a lot. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. So December 2020 and then really for the next for the spring, for the next like five months, it was just easy. It was hanging out, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. dating, doing mm -hmm. doing things. I think we went on like a trip or two. We went to uh, the spring. Since I've go. been with you, I have traveled more <laughs> in the last three years than I've ever traveled before. Yeah. So to say that you know, you get me out of my comfort yeah. zone, you get me out and because I could be a homebody, yeah. I could sit around the house and I could, you know, I, I'm this type of person. I don't know if like this is because how my my great granddad is somebody that I always like really looked up to. He's a family man. He was a uh, he was a preacher and he lived in this little bitty town, but he didn't really go outside of that town very much, you know, but he uh, impacted a lot of people and kind of. I don't know if I uh, imitate him or I just 
like that way of living that he conducted himself like that. But um, I kind of think of myself kind of like that in that, those terms a little bit where I'm kind of a homebody a little <laughs> yeah, bit. You know, I stick to my and, I stick to my little yeah, routine. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So we made a pretty big. But we drove from Florida all the way to California and down Highway 1. <laughs> and, we'll talk know. about that later during our trip. But we, yeah, we ended up deciding to go to Colorado for yeah. the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, your aunt, who was living in Florida at the time, running yeah. the workouts. Yeah, so my Aunt Carolyn that was doing the workouts out of her driveway, she has a business. Well, she had just sold her business, but she had a Montessori school in Parker, Colorado, which is southeast of Denver, about 30 minutes. And you wanted to go out there originally. I didn't want to leave my comfort zone. I didn't want to get out. I'm like, no, nah, I like it here. This is my spot, you know, but... We did, and that was a really good summer. It was really awesome. Yeah. We got to go explore, go hike, go stay in the yeah. mountains. So I mean, she floated the idea, and you know, Carolyn's very much like yeah, she's a go getter. Yeah, she's she likes new adventure, and she asked us if we wanted to come help run the summer camp at the Montessori, mm-hmm. and um, we I think we thought about it for like a month or two. I kept going back and forth and I kept talking to Granny and mm-hmm. she's like, You should do it. And so it was a fairly smooth process. And then when we you- lived with Carolyn and we worked nine to two at the camp and for eight weeks. And then um yeah, it was like it was super fun. I had never worked with kids before ever yeah, in my life. Yeah. Had no experience with kids, but oh my gosh, I fell in love with like See, I, the kids there. I had always wanted to I had been to Colorado a few times, maybe a handful of times. I'd visited Colorado and stayed there and had some friends there. And But I always thought it would be neat to live there, you know what I mean? So to have that opportunity was was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a good good experience. Yeah, so at the end of the summer camp, we was, there was a break. And then while I was there, I really fell in love with Colorado. I don't know if you fell in love as much as I did, but just like the I, mountains I, and like being able to I, go somewhere every weekend yeah. it's like we went on different town every weekend we went on camping trips the landscape's amazing yeah and i was like i want to stay and so we ended up working it out and we got our own place in september for a year i signed a year lease and then we had this on the screen we had this amazing before kind of life got back to normal and work we had this amazing trip planned after um after the camp was over and we were both done working for a little bit you came back to florida you basically wanted so we were in colorado and you wanted me to visit your friends right oh yeah so so we were in this colorado trip was like kind of based around my friends were coming to san diego yeah. and i was like well we could just go straight to san diego you wanted or... to introduce your friends to me you said i well, want yeah. you to meet my friends and so i said well, all yeah, right of course. let's do this yeah so, so then i was like I was like, we could just fly there or could do this road trip mm-hmm. <laughs> for seven days through Utah, top of, you know, Northern California down to San Diego. So mm-hmm. we did this amazing, yeah. like, national park <laughs> high, like There's our tent. There's our little setup yeah. down there. That's what we were working with right there. So we first started. It's we not went from, glorious, but it, no. it worked. Well, that was the very end, but. We started, we went from Colorado to Moab, which is the arches. Yeah. Then we drove to Bryce Canyon, stayed yeah. a night. Then we sunrise and sunset point, both. What? Right? And there's sunrise point and a sunset oh, yeah, point. So there's two Canyon. different points. And yeah. then Zion for a night. And then 
I don't have any Yosemite. Went to Yosemite, mm-hmm. Golden Gate Bridge, down to LA for a couple of days. We stayed with my friend in LA for a couple of days, and then yeah, shout out to Lindsay for letting <laughs> yeah, us stay at her Lindsay. place. Yep, and then San Diego for like eight. I think San Diego was like eight days, mm-hmm. and then we road trip back. So we stayed in this tent. For five nights. At least. Yeah, I feel like we stayed nights, more. And then we got to LA and I was like, oh my God, a shower, a bed. <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's nice. Uh, and then we had an Airbnb in San Diego and then we did, I guess, just how long did it take us to get back? Because we only stayed in that tent one night. Uh, a couple days. Like a couple two days. days anyway, yeah. so we stayed in the tent again on the way back and it was epic. It was yeah, the best was time Zion. ever. If you're, where... in, if you're in Zion or yeah, last time we were only there for like a day or two. We got to spend at least a week in Zion. If you guys go oh, to Zion, yeah. it's yeah. huge. Take your we were time. Only there for like take your time. Hours. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> yeah, we were we were just we wanted to. Well, we see did it one all. night and then we came back. But yeah, yeah, we wanted to see it all, and we were driving. So I mean, really, it was like all day in the car. Get to the location, have a couple hours, go to sleep, wake up, get ready. And right we back drove the car. Highway One, stayed in Big Sur. Yeah. Oh yeah, we stayed in Big Sur. Big Sur was awesome. So we got to Big Sur like um, eight thirty at night, maybe. This is nighttime, right? Oh yeah. And we we're trying to find. It was a, dark at least. We we're trying to find a, a spot to pitch the tent. Trying to find a spot to stay, and uh, all the campsites are full. They're all paid for. Kayla's tired. No phone reception. We don't know where we're going to stay. And so we get to this camp spot, and it's paid for, but nobody's there. And so we pull the car up. Do you remember this? And uh, like, yeah. and I'm like. Because you were chickening out. Yeah, I was being a chicken. I was like, well, somebody <laughs> already paid for this spot. I'm like a stickler about you stuff. Are, I'm like, a rule follower. I'm a rule follower. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> this person paid for this spot. We're not going to steal their spot. And you said, they're not here in 30 minutes. We're throwing up the tent. And I said, all right, 30 minutes is good. So while we're sitting in the car or, yeah, with the windows down and it's pitch black and you can just see every star in the sky, you can hear the waters crashing over the waves. And after about five minutes, I go, man, what am I worried about? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? This is it. Like, I'm literally creating worries. And so we just got the tent out. We moved it to the side just in case anybody else was to show up to that spot. I was like, you know what? I'll pay for the spot if someone shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, ended up, it was great. We we slept. We got up early and we got out of there. But uh, it's just one of those things. You kind of have to make it, make it happen, I make it work. I think that trip really helped us like, build like trust a lot because we were in a – SUV mm-hmm. with Berkeley with mm-hmm. the it packed to the rim. We were only camping. Yeah. And so we had to have like stuff for like 16 days or however long we were out yeah. on the road. Yeah. Every every spot in the car, every little compartment yeah. had its yeah. had its place, designated place for every single thing. Yeah. And we made like we did great. We didn't yeah. fight. We didn't it was like, smooth. We didn't like have any dis- If like, you want to know if you and your significant yeah. other can handle each other. Travel Get in a little together. car and drive from one point in the United States <laughs> to another yeah. and sleep outside. Yeah. And uh, the thing about it is in our whole relationship is uh, we're all every time it's gotten better. 
the first time we went and pitched the tent, I told you we're driving somewhere in Colorado and we're going to set the tent up. I'm like, we got to get there when they're still light because we got to put the poles in the tent. And, you know, and it was raining and it was dark and we get there. And I'm, I'm like, which, by the way, that one I hadn't paid for either. And that one we snuck into as well. Shh, don't tell that story. <laughs> don't tell everybody. So if you're ever in a bind. Oh, you, man. You national parks are coming after us. You can usually go to a campsite. Or maybe it was in a and national there's gonna park. There's going to be a spot that someone's paid for that they don't show up to twenty dollars and they don't care they're coming to get you uh yeah so each time we've camped out or each time it's gotten a little bit better you know so like i remember that first night i was nervous about getting there because when i was a kid you had to put the poles in the the tent it was like a 15 minute setup we get there i take that tent out of the bag throw it up and it just pops right open and i'm like it wasn't this easy when i was a kid you know but it still was raining which sucked we had that tent on the side of a hill. There was a stump underneath us. Oh, yeah. We didn't have I a tarp. We stump. didn't have a tarp, so no. water was coming in. I think the rain guard was off to the side, so the water came in. <laughs> Luckily, I had all my clothes in the car for some reason, all my stuff. But then you had all your stuff to the corner of the tent where the rain was coming in. It was just drenched in the morning. So that was the first night yeah. we ever stayed in a tent. But each time, it progressively got better and better where we – Figured some stuff oh, out yeah, along the way. So by the end of our trip, we definitely had a down. Yeah. That was so fun. Uh, and then we just keep talking about it two years later. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah. Are we ever going to top that trip? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so that's really where our love for travel definitely, you know, came about. But then, okay, so after that trip, we were kind of settled in Colorado or at least getting settled. I think you hadn't really been settled. I got in the apartment. You flew back. We went on that trip, and then you, you came back with me, and we were like, all right, we're in Colorado now, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, if I'm being honest, during this time, the next couple of months, I think it was definitely harder for you than it was for me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just very much like I actually love the thrill of, like, a new area, a new space. And so I really, yeah. like, thrived on, like, I'm going to go meet new friends. I had met Mackenzie super early. I feel yeah. like I was like really for me. I the feel ball like was I, rolling for, for me. And I don't think you ever found yeah, like right. that thing. And I like really wanted you to find that because I just thought Denver was like such a cool artsy town for you. And I really thought you know it might it might work. But I felt like I was like woo, and you were like uh, and yeah. a lot of tension started to not not tension, but just like. I felt drifting, I was drifting mm-hmm. apart a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I had the network or support there. I didn't feel I found a group of people like the jobs that I have. I, I got two bartending jobs while I was there. I was working at a hotel uh, bar that was right across the street from our apartment. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a vehicle there, yeah, so I walked everywhere. So, which is, I actually loved. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but. Less for me is more sometimes. It's like (laughs) I worked at that hotel job. I also had another job at the 20 Mile Tap House. Shout out to them and Parker. (laughs) A little bitty hole in the wall. People used to ride their horse there and tie them up. That's how old that. That's like 30 years ago. That's how how long that place has been around. So when I showed up there, I was like, I was the new guy. But uh, anyways, yeah, I remember like I would after a shift or something would be like, yeah, I'm walking home. They're like, you're walking home? I was like. It's two miles. I'm like, yeah, I get my walk in, you know, but I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed my experience, but I didn't find that community that I have here. 
you know, here it's like uh, I felt even the art community in Denver, I felt like everybody was already established. They already had their crew of people. They weren't looking for any outside people to come in. Sarasota is very special in the fact that it has the Ringling School where you have a bunch of art students. Um, you also have a little bit older community that can uh, maybe uh, provide like financial support for some of these artists and help them out. And for me, Sarasota has just been so open when it comes to the art scene. Like every time someone's like, you need to talk to this person or let me give you so-and-so's phone number. Or, you need to talk to this person. And it's like everyone shares their information uh, for up-and-coming artists on how they can, you know, be seen or be heard. Whereas in Colorado, I felt like it was very more closed off. And so I don't feel like I got to tap into that market like I really wanted. Um, so I spent a lot of time by myself, which I'm okay with spending time by myself. Like I've always enjoyed the time that I get to myself. But I also now really love this community that I'm a part of. And that like has to do with Scorch Fitness, all those people, all those members there. Um, our friends Josh and Janine, just the healthy community that I have here. People spending time outside playing volleyball on Sundays. It's like, that's what I love. I love that. And we're talking about competitiveness. You know, it's like, it's fun. It's competitive. And, you know, we're all getting some sun. And so I, I didn't find that yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, I think it was a combination of a couple of things, actually, not just that. I think um, looking back from my perspective, it was really more for me like I really hadn't ever had alone time that I needed in order to deal with the stuff that I had gone through. Mm -hmm. So I had left that relationship September 2020. I met you three weeks later. Obviously, we didn't start dating for a couple months, but I was like, I was living with granny and I was still like grieving a couple of things and just really going through a hard time. And you made me feel better. And we definitely were on the up and up and a good trajectory. But we went to Colorado and um, I don't know. I just felt this like I can't even explain it, but it was just like, Kayla, you need to be alone and you yeah. need to do some healing. And also, I just wanted to prove to myself that I could like take care of myself mm -hmm. because looking back in that moment, I hadn't taking care of myself in like four years. Like yeah. I had already always had a roommate. I was married. I had, you know, in a relationship where I lived with them. So it was like, I just wanted to prove to myself mm -hmm. that like I could take care of and myself and establish. It's yeah. important for people that, um, to spend time with themselves, yeah. to take time to themselves. Because if you're, they say, if you're lonely when you're alone, then you're in bad company. And that's, that's true. It's like if you can't hang out by yourself, be by yourself and be content, yeah, then you have a problem. You gotta get right with you. Yeah. You know? So I've it's taken me a long time to get there, but I would say the last five or six years I've been I would say five years, I've been really good with me. Yeah. And so I was, you know, I was more so open to the fact of spending my time with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So I think during our conversations, I was like, you've had you had two years of being single, mm -hmm. like being by yourself, getting to know yourself. And I felt like, although I wouldn't take anything back and I don't regret everything we did, I was like, I felt I was like, I feel like maybe we rushed into that a little bit. Like I didn't ever have like the space and time that I needed. So... I made a really hard decision and I basically, I mean, I basically you broke, broke, my, up with broke you. my heart. <laughs> I broke your heart. And I really didn't know, like, broke my heart. <laughs> Sent me back home on Christmas Day. Okay. So 
That's another story. Mm -hmm. We we were both supposed to go back to Florida for Christmas on Christmas (laughs) Day, and you were planning on driving your car back. And I don't know if I just felt this like, Kayla, like you can't go. Yeah, you were just ready to be by yourself for a bit. I was just like, if this is the time, this is going to be the time because he's, you know, flying back. I don't want him to drive his car just for me to break up with him and have to drive back. So, yeah, that was really hard. I just, I don't know, it was just really hard. Just That was the hardest thing. The hardest breakup I've ever had. So you're thankful that you had that time though, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, I think it was the best six months I've spent like very productive as far as like progressing in myself and like mm-hmm. my emotional and mental state. Um, so like as hard as it was to do that and like I've never cried over a breakup. Like I cried. It was it was hard. And I know you probably don't think that. But um, and I know I broke your heart. I definitely know I broke your heart. And I just felt so bad. I didn't really know what was going to happen. I didn't know the outcome. I know you were super pissed at me. Like we didn't talk for like Yeah, I didn't weeks. get it at first. Yeah, you didn't understand. And I was like, I can't explain it, but I just need to be alone. Like, right. and I kept saying, just wait and see, just wait and see. Like, you'll see the the purpose of all of this. I just need time. So, yeah, I still had, you know, six months left on, six or seven months on the lease or something. And I was like, I just want to finish this out. I want to prove to myself that I can take care of myself. I needed mm-hmm. that independence back. I needed not to rely on someone else. So for once, like again. <laughs> so when that happened, uh for me, obviously, like I was hurt and uh but I immediately came back and went right back to what I was doing. I just knew that I operate better from a place of routine and order. So I came back to doing what I was doing and I went right back to being me. And I had to accept this fact that okay, if she doesn't want to do this together, well, in my eyes, I was like, She's just missing out on a good opportunity. And that's what I had to boil it down to. I was like, she doesn't want to do this. She's missing out on a good opportunity. That's all I could think. It's like, that's it. You know, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I knew that I didn't treat you bad or yeah. like, you know, it wasn't like we had one falling out or it wasn't one specific incident or anything. So I just told myself, it's like, Basically, I had to go back to doing me and doing what I like to do and being by myself. And I told you I enjoy my own company and like being by myself. So it was hard, like losing a a best friend. But um, you have to be right with yourself. You know what I mean? And I think it's a lot of times why people are getting into these relationships and they're not happy is because, like, they really haven't figured themselves out yet. So it's like don't go be with somebody else and start. Uh, getting a bunch of feelings involved with someone until you are ready. And um, it takes time. Like you said, time to yourself. Yeah. And, and Yeah, I think that's a point I wanted to make with the situation is like, I just see people jumping from relationship to relationship mm-hmm. thinking that's going to be my happiness. Okay, that didn't work. That actually wasn't my happiness. And the mm-hmm. next one's going to be better mm-hmm. or fulfill me or complete me. And it's really you have to love yourself first. And at the time, I honestly couldn't say that I like loved myself Mm -hmm. or that I was doing the best for myself or that I was happy with myself. So it's like, I had to kind of build back up that confidence in myself and then, and then choose you. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't, I didn't Mm -hmm. want to come from a place of like, I needed you there. Like I just like wanted you there, you know? But to be honest, we did start talking like fairly quickly and kept in, it was like, we still, communicated shortly thereafter oh, you know yeah. what i mean so it yeah. wasn't like we weren't talking or didn't care for each other yeah you know there was still support both ways yeah 
Yeah, yeah. So, so like 2021 was just like this rush of like started dating, moved to Colorado, trips, mm-hmm. like then and then once I was like back in my kind of routine, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I need maybe I needed some space. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to backtrack a little bit. But how do you how do you see that situation now looking back like after the fact? I feel like it's just a small little time in life. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a very small. Yeah, I think so. Too. Small time. Do you think you grew in any way during that? Yeah, of course. Of course. How? Uh, I just, you know, lost something that was really important to me. So it's like, uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone type thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 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 So we started just talking. I think we FaceTimed every day for like a long time. (laughs) Yeah. We were FaceTiming every day. I came and visited you. You came and visited me. um, I think maybe once or twice. And Mm -hmm. then, yeah, Yeah. it just, it just felt good. Just doing my thing during the day. I was so on top of my routine. It felt mm-hmm. so good to like mm-hmm. wake up at the same time, work out. I was in great shape. Mm-hmm. It's building, you know, some And businesses. that's another thing that you have to realize too is when people do um, are, are involved in relationships and you guys come together, then you do start sacrificing your time or your whatever it is that you don't even realize. So that's why it's hard for people that – are single for so long or by themselves for so long once they get into a relationship with someone that they're like they can't get down with their habits or they can't understand why they sleep in until when they do or they can't why do you put your toothbrush over there why do you do this you know what i mean it's because they are so set in their ways and they're so used to their own routine that if they're not settled you know someone else uh imposing on their their life it might be kind of hard so it's like you have to really be settled, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So after months went by, um, I moved back to Florida, mm-hmm. July of 2022. So a little over a year ago. I'm not good with years and time. So <laughs> I it's... have to like think about it. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm in my head. But yeah, I think looking back, that really, I think it helped us in the long run. Yeah. Um, and I think just going back to relationships of any kind, you know, you bring things into relationships, like you bring, your traumas, no matter if you're doing it consciously right, or unconsciously. Right, right. Traumas, your past, your pain and everything like that. And then after we were I felt like we were so much stronger, I heard this one thing about relationships. And it was really like just the one indicating factor of whether you wanted to be with someone or not. Mm-hmm. And um and I heard it and I thought about it and I was like, oh my gosh. So the question was like, who would you want to go to war with? Mm-hmm. Like that's the person you need to choose to be in a relationship with. And it's not like you can't go find the perfect person. There's not a perfect person out there. But if you find someone and you both are super strong individually and then together Mm -hmm. and you're like, if we were in a war against Mm -hmm. zombies right now, like would I want to go to war with Tyler? Like every time I thought about it, I was like, yeah, like hell yeah. yeah." For sure. So I was like, oh, well, that's it. Yeah, I know so, that you definitely would have my back, and I got your back yeah. for sure. So, so that's what it's about. Like in a fight or argument, I'm just like, would I go to one? You say, well, the zombies are coming. <laughs> so, the zombies sure, are coming, so Tyler. I guess strap up. <laughs> yeah, I probably need Tyler. Strap up, let's go. So you know, personally and together, we've had, we've experienced a lot in three years i think like Mm -hmm. looking back i'm like oh my gosh i feel like it's we've been together way more than three years because of so much has happened and 
Hard stuff. For me, it feels like it's been two weeks. <laughs> for real. I know that's I'm weird, surprised. but it's like I'm for me, it I just. The ringer sometimes. No, just I, told, I think I told you that a long time ago. It's like it still feels like fresh and new yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I feel like that's how I know. It's yeah. like when time, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. seems fresh and new to me still yeah. to this day. So, it's good. Yeah. But we've experienced a lot. And we recently, what you already, already said it in the beginning, but we recently found out that we are going to have a baby yeah, together. We <laughs> so are. we're creating a little uh, another thing to go to war with. <laughs> he's he's going to have to be in our um they're coming with us. Cavalry, whatever yeah. you call it, you go to war. Um yeah, infantry. <laughs> a, a, infantry. Yeah. Yes, a, a cavalry's soldier. on cavalry's on horseback. Okay. Well, wherever yeah, we are. Cavalry's horseback. <laughs> so yeah, July. Oh man. July. Was when we found out. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say July, no. Due <laughs> dates expected yeah, so in February or we've March. Been, we've been together two and a half years and you know, we weren't necessarily preventing, but um one one week I was like, um, so <laughs> I'm a little we late. We weren't trying, but we weren't not trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah. little late. And like I didn't really think anything of it because TMI, but my my stuff's kind of never like really on point. So I didn't really think anything of it. If then, anybody is on point, you're on point. So let's just state that. I know what you're talking about, <laughs> but you know what's going on with your body. Because yeah. you're, well, yeah. you're very in tune yeah. with you, who you are and yourself. So tell me what's up. You know what's up. Yeah. So, but then one random Sunday night, it was July 10th, um, Sunday night, I got super nauseous and I was like, well, that's weird. But then in my mind, because already in my mind, I'm like, am I pregnant? Because I'm already like just thinking because I'm late. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, but it's nighttime. So it's morning sickness. So it doesn't count. Cause That's what you night. thought? Yes. That's silly. <laughs> I know. So I was like, what's well, at night? So it can't be. That's and funny. then the next morning I woke up and I felt totally fine. Like I worked out. I went to yoga. I think I got ready for work. And then like as I was driving to work, I got, I was like, God, I feel like nauseous again. Mm -hmm. And I was like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, if this doesn't go away in 24 hours, then I'll start mm -hmm, thinking those mm -hmm. thoughts. And then it did not go away yeah. all week. And I kept telling you, I was like, I'm late. Like, yeah. I feel sick. And you're like, I wasn't you're saying, fine. Oh, you're good. It's all good. <laughs> so we decided to take a test on Friday the 14th mm -hmm. of July. And it was... And it came back with bold big, bold ever. print <laughs> and said pregnant. Yeah. What was your initial thought? Um, <laughs> honestly, uh, I couldn't have picked a, a more better person. You know what I mean? It's like I tell all my friends and family, it's like it's a God thing. Like mm -hmm. I don't know what else to say. Like this is a really – it's a God thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. We were blessed at the exact right, perfect time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, we weren't trying. No, we weren't um, forcing this issue. But I always knew in the back of my head that if this did happen, it would be something that I would be forever grateful for. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm just, like, extremely uh, blessed for the opportunity. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's... <clears throat> It's a lot, but it's it's cool. It's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Just like another way our relationship has gone super smooth. Um, just really unfortunate because I just know so many people that 
they are having a hard time yeah. even trying yeah. and yeah. like we were just like yeah. oops yeah. you know yeah um, well i think that kind of goes to show like how our relationship has been it's yeah. been very smooth no resistance and like that's just kind of how our relationship has been and we're really grateful and lucky in that sense yeah. you know so yeah I mean, there has been some things that have happened outside of us that have been hard to deal with, but you've been there for me uh, through those things, and I've been there for you mm -hmm. during those times. So, yep. you know, that's kind of what it's about. Yeah. So, so, kind of like, oh, shit, moment at the <laughs> first saw it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then we, we, went to, we went to dinner that night. <laughs> I don't even know how much we talked that night. But we we just, didn't talk, I don't think. I just kept going, oh, my goodness, just, <laughs> oh, wow, just... What was that saying? Can't believe this. I know. Just, I just wanted it to be like, I didn't want to just randomly take it. I was like, okay, we're going to wait till Friday night. We're going to book a dinner. Mm -hmm. I, like, I bought the test. Men, yeah. listen. <laughs> guys guys need to level up, I think, first off. In relationships, like. Well, of course. Um, yeah. If you're a man, I think I said this on my story the other day, like, get your girl some flowers. Like, if you got to go to Publix or the grocery <laughs> store or flower shop, like, don't do it on Valentine's Day. Don't do it on a birthday. Don't do it on an anniversary. Do it on a random Tuesday. Do it on a random date. And your partner will probably be thinking, what the heck? Like, but that's doing those, like, little small gestures is, like, what it's all about. Yeah. Our room's always overflowing with dead flowers because I never throw them okay, away. Okay, <laughs> so I had I had this thought, and this will I'll bring up a little story. So I had this thought. I don't know if it was in a Russ song or some rap song or something, but they were they said something about um, you know, guys maybe guys not getting flowers or, or no, it, it said um, I'd rather get flowers while I'm alive than when I'm dead, and I thought like that's so true. Like you know, everybody buys these nice, beautiful. Mm -hmm flowers when people die and it's like man we need to appreciate those things while you're alive you know so let's let's appreciate the small beautiful things while you're alive anyways the flowers in my mind i'm thinking why don't girls ever get guys flowers you know right and i just put that thought into the universe why don't girls ever buy flowers for guys so we're on that we're on that jet ski we're on a jet ski last saturday <laughs> And we're cruising on the jet ski in the middle of the, well, I say the middle of the ocean. We're out by uh, Lido Key. <laughs> I look up and there is a balloon in in the sky. And I mean, it's probably two or 300 yards away. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> as I'm cruising, we're going probably 20 or 30 miles an hour. I look at that balloon and it's falling from the sky. And I'm thinking, I just got to stay straight and this balloon will land in my hand. So I literally hold my hand up and I'm cruising and that balloon falls right into my hand. And you're, yeah, the string right into my hand. Boom. Oh my and I pick it up. God. And what's on that that balloon? It was a flower. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was my that was my answer. It was like, you want a flower? You got your yeah. flower, dude. Literally Here you God go. I dropped a balloon from the middle of the sky in the middle of the ocean and landed in your hand. And I just I was cruising. Is, perfect trajectory. So the perfect funny. trajectory. I was, I wish someone would have got that on film. I know. I wish I could have grabbed the phone and did it. But anyways, I anyways. So, so I got I what mean, I wanted. I got my flowers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're we're super excited uh, about this. I think 
the feelings have set in and obviously it's legit happening. So yeah. um, we also wanted to reveal the gender yes. on this episode. Yeah, because only only a few people know. So if we're ready, we're going to do a drum roll. <laughs> Baby if, bye. If, I think it's crazy to see that. L what is it? It's boy. a boy. Yay. <laughs> we are having a boy, I which a... I was totally shocked. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> Kayla thought it was girl all the way, so that's how I knew it was probably going to be a boy. Blue I cup. thought it was a girl, um, but <laughs> both the the both of the um, uh, what is the sonogram and the there blood test proved me wrong, and I was like, you know what? Maybe they're both wrong. Maybe the sonogram and the blood test is wrong. Maybe it could still be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm pretty sure it's a it's a boy. Yeah. Okay, babe, I totally forgot that we did not talk about this. What are we? Sorry doing? to the production behind the scenes, but we didn't talk about our picture yeah, that we yeah. found. Yeah, yeah. So you want to? We talked a little bit about how we kind of were in the same area of town, or we were both in the Oklahoma City area going to rival schools. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so. Let me just tell you, Tyler loves to talk about his glory days of high school basketball. Hey, hold on, let's get it straight. <laughs> I'm still living in those glory days. I'm 35 and I'm still hooping. I'm still playing. So t tell the story about this picture. All right, this uh, this is me when I played at UConn High School. We're playing against the Putnam City North Panthers. Which is where I went to school. This kid dribbling the basketball, his name is Corey Rainey. He actually played at Mid-America Christian University, which I actually played there too. <laughs> um, if you look up on no, the no, 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 no. Oh. talk about um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> let me tell it. Okay, tell well, it. You, we were just like a random day, and you were sifting oh, through yeah. pictures. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were just sifting through your pictures in your shoebox in the closet, and you like came in. And I you pulled were like, that picture out, and hey, I said, babe. "Look, this is me playing your alma mater. I'm you picking them up at half court." Yeah, and I look at the picture. And I see my bright ass <laughs> blonde hair. Yeah, there she is. In the crowd. Yeah, she's watching me. So I'm literally watching Tyler play. What grade were you in? Uh, you were a junior. Uh, yeah, sophomore, yeah, junior. Yeah, maybe. you were a junior because I was a freshman. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. in the stands. So I, I was have been a sophomore there. No, you're not a sophomore junior? because you're two years older. I'm, mm. I was at least a freshman. Anyway. And I see my bright blonde hair because <laughs> I bleached it so much. It's literally sticking out so bad. And I was like, oh, How many my. times did you bleach your hair when you were young? Oh, hundreds. Really? Yes. Do you think your hair is going to fall out? No, look at it. It's beautiful. It is beautiful hair. Yeah, you have fine. great hair. It's fine. I think I was in second grade. I bleached my hair. I came <laughs> home. This was like when the real Slim Shady was a thing, you know, Slim oh, Shady. Yeah. And I came home with bleach blonde hair. And my mom was so upset with me. <laughs> she was so mad at me. So anyways. So anyway, we just, this is like a full circle moment of like. Yeah. Well, yeah. we at least know we're in the same room at this time when I was right. 15 years old. Yeah, but we didn't really meet until. I'm sure we've been in. I, I One time I scoured my Facebook for like college in the college albums. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for me. Looking for you. Because I was like, we had nah. to have been at the same. We both were going to Stillwater at the same time. Yeah, probably. Hanging out Pikes. Like, I mean, anyways. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out one day. We'll, we'll figure it out. But I yeah. just thought that was so crazy. Yeah, full circle. That's so it right there. So crazy. 
Do we want to show what our potential child might look oh, like? My. We're doing the AI thing? <laughs> no, we're not oh. going to do the AI. Oh. <laughs> look how cute we are. I think my hair was longer than yours. It was longer than mine. I'm going to bring that back. <laughs> See, I loved crayons. I loved art. I know. Aww. I think our, our little boy is going to be cute. Aww. He's a combination of both of us. Look at He's you. Gonna be, look at my mouth. Aww. I don't know how I smile like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where's my lip? <laughs> where's my upper lip? It's not there. <laughs> We're both cuties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So anyway, we are due, I don't know, the end of, end of February, beginning of March. Yeah. yeah. You want to say your guess right now while we can document it? Uh, I said originally March 10th just because our numbers are both 10. I'm yeah. number 10. You're number 10. Yeah, so that's not the same favorite number. And yeah. Sports number. Yeah. So I'm going to go with so March, 10th, March 10th. But I don't I don't want you to have to hold it in that long <laughs> if it's going to hurt. You know? Yeah, you will suffer as well. <laughs> you know, whatever it I'm takes. Whatever it takes. Um, Smooth okay, and so easy. Boy, March 10th. What do you guess the weight? Oh, I don't know how I was going to have to do all that. We'll just guess. <laughs> seven pounds, eight ounces. All right, seven, eight. Okay, I'm going to guess. I don't even know if that's a normal guess number. March 2nd, boy, seven pounds, one ounce. Oh, you're going under. Yeah. All right. I feel like is that a, a good six number? pound, seven pound baby is usually normal, but we'll see if this little sucker wants to. Stay in or come out. <laughs> okay, well, that was so fun. We just have just like one more question, and yeah. then we actually have questions from uh, my little poll. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, what do you think the most important factor is for a strong relationship? Mm. The most important factor? Um, two things. Two things. Um, communication. I know everybody says communication, communication. Um, you got to be open and have the time and be available to communicate because you can dwell in the same place but not communicate so if you have to set aside certain times to have these talks or whatever they are you also need to be uh real and speak your mind about how you feel and that would be first off being in tune with how you feel and then being able to project that and speak that so communication and then trust like we spent a lot of time apart. You were there, I was here, but nothing in my heart or my head said that, like, I know what kind of person you are. I know what kind of person that I got in this deal. And I know you're not the type of person to be out doing scandalous things or things that are going to put yourself in jeopardy. I know you're not going to, you know, be out late doing doing bad things. And I just know in my heart that whether you're with me or not with me, you're you're not doing scandalous things. So my trust for you has always been 100% there. And that's why it's so easy for me to let you be the person that, you know, you wanted to be or want to be because I just have full faith and trust in you. Yeah. So communication and trust. Yeah. And also, um, I think another thing is like, if you love somebody for who they are, like don't try to make them like you. 
like you got into that relationship and you started liking them because of who they were. If you start trying to curb or make someone more like you, then that's like taken away from who they are. Mm -hmm. So if you really love someone or care about someone, allow them to be that full version of themselves. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you can't, um, you can't maybe say, hey, you should listen to the song or you should like that. You know, you can, doesn't, it doesn't, or... yeah, it's just let them be their yeah. own person. Yeah. Don't try to change somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you think I did that with you? No. Oh. No, I think you support me. I think you yeah. support my art. You support my basketball, obviously. You've been there to all my games recently. It's like you like seeing me do my thing. Yeah. And I like seeing you do your thing. Yeah. You know? I think for me, I just, maybe I'm, more, maybe I'm a little bit more of a pusher, but I guess I just see your potential. And right. I just want you to be the best and i'm also very of grateful of that like yeah. i've only had a handful of people like that in my life and one of my my friends early on in childhood jacob selby kid that i lost a uh, friend that i lost he was like that with me mm -hmm. he was always like dude you're such a good artist like you're so he like believed in me almost more than i believed in myself yeah. and now i've had to learn how to believe in myself like those best friends viewed me now i have to view myself like that mm -hmm. you know yeah. Totally. Um, for me, I would say it's, it is communication, but I think conflict resolving, like being, being able to resolve conflict. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be conflict in any relationship. Um, and you can communicate about it, but did you actually like resolve it and move forward, you know, so it doesn't keep getting brought up. It's like, okay, we talked about it, but then if you still hold resentment or you still hold mm -hmm. a grudge, it's like it, it keeps getting brought up, I think. Being able to like solve something and like move past it and move on. So it is communication and being able to express your feelings definitely. Mm -hmm. How you really feel is important as opposed to sugarcoating or like yeah. manipulating to not hurt someone's feelings or make right. them feel a certain way. Um, so yeah, and that again comes with knowing your own feelings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think that's that's what was important for me for like being alone. Because like I just at the time didn't know what was going on with me. So mm -hmm. I was like, I want to get right myself to be able to have a healthy communication and relationship mm -hmm. with you. Um, I also think like having not the same character, but like very similar character. Yeah. Like we, we both, yeah. yeah, like have come from the same state down to the, almost the same city. Morals same and values. Morals and yeah. values. And yeah. it's like, if you clash on that, I don't know. I just, for me, I personally think that's eventually going to bite you in the butt. And, um, you know, character is different than personality. I think a lot of people are like, oh, she has to have a good personality or he needs to have a good personality. Mm -hmm. When it's like character is something you take into every room that you're in, mm -hmm. no matter where you are, who you're with. And personality is something you can morph into around certain people. Like, oh, with this group, I act this way. With When I'm there, I act this way, right. you know. So I think with you, like your character is very strong like i never worry about taking you anywhere like meeting same. new people i feel the I'm same like, about I can you i just put you in any room and you're good like you can talk to people i feel the same yeah, way about so you same i think way. that was really what was good for us because i was yeah. like i have no problem like yeah the first time we went to a party it was like in the clubhouse in my neighborhood mm -hmm. and we went there and well, that's obviously first what attracted me to you was how you handled my family how they interacted with you um <laughs> my sister obviously uh really admired you and appreciated you and so like her opinion matters to me and the first 
party that you and I went to the clubhouse, I saw how you interact with people. And so I got to see how you behave around other people and how other people behave and react around you. And being that first time I was like, oh, she's good. Like she's good. (laughs) You know, you know how to handle yourself. That that's important. So So for me, I think it's communication, conflict resolving and character. So all the C's. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're just going to end with just a couple questions um, that we got. Which one of these we kind of already touched on, but one person asked who approached who. <laughs> <laughs> I think she asked me out pretty much. We, we'd established that. No. You got uh, the risky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember getting beat a couple times in, in pool, so yeah. I remember that. Well, no. We went to like an like adult arcade. Who approached who? I think I remember one Did of the. Did we go to Livingston's like before I asked you to do the workout videos or after we I asked you to do the workout videos? Remember I asked you to film. Yeah, yeah. I was you, like, hey, if you ever have time, can you film my workout? Which was another thing we were both into working out and filming it yeah. and doing workouts and uh, at home workouts and different things. And so I was like, oh yeah, I know every I know every spot in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. every place we need to go. And so mutual common interest. Um, all right, what was the question? What were you we saying? approach to? I don't know. Did I ask you to go out that I think you asked me to go, but it wasn't like. It wasn't like. It wasn't like, hey, let's go out. Yeah. It was just like, hey, we should go do something. Like, we <laughs> we don't have any other people to hang yeah. out with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was like, like you didn't after have, the workout. You didn't have, you know, many friends. I yeah. wasn't hanging out with anybody. Yeah. So it was, I guess we're just forced to hang out All with right. each other. It's a tie. So it was mutual. <laughs> What are you most looking forward to being parents? Oh, that's cool. That's a good question. What do you What do you think? Um, I know that you told me um, you're excited that you get to teach your kid, you know, maybe things or uh, maybe things you did or didn't have growing right. up. So yeah. you get to like reinstill these values and morals yeah, of exactly. what you feels right in your heart with right. your child and. You know, I was thinking um, I'm so lucky that I've had uh, my mom and my dad both, and I've been very close with both of them and just the things that they've taught me. And I think some of that stuff that I was taught early on is just now coming to kind of fruition and kind of – so I'm lucky that I will get to instill those values in in my child and – yeah, I want I want my kid to be raised around good people. And now we finally got a really good community of people. Like all the people we are around are so supportive of us and so yeah. loving and caring. Like bringing another one of us to that is just going to be <laughs> exponential. Yeah. Really. Yeah, like you said, just doing so much work on myself and actually reflecting back on my childhood at, where at one point I thought it was perfect. And look, now I'm like, wow, I didn't get so many things that as an adult you need to have. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to try to parent yourself to get it. So, I, yeah, I mean, I I think I wanted a daughter just because I wanted to redeem yeah. what my mom didn't do or right. whatever. Right. Um, like she was a great mom, but I feel like lacking a, a lot of life lessons and um, knowledge. And mm-hmm. so I think that's what I'm most excited about is, yeah, to, and, and honestly to sh- maybe show parents that it can be easy. It doesn't have to be overwhelming or like, you don't, I'm just, I can just picture myself. Like, I just don't want a lot of things. I don't want the child to just be spoiled with like a ton of stuff. I want them to have experiences. 
I want them to yeah. be able to socialize well. I want them to be able to see the world. Um, so that's that's my goal, our goal. One thing that I knew when we first got together, um, I was really proud that we would be able to set a good example for other people. And that's kind of one thing I've told you is like we we have an opportunity in front of us now to show the world like how to act, mm -hmm. how to how to treat each other, yeah. like how a relationship can work. And not that we're perfect or we do this better, yeah. but it's like we're two people that really love each other, really care about each other. We have each other's backs. And now we can be a prime example on how to raise a child. Yeah. And it's like an opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, we're blessed cool. with an opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I was going to say something, but I forgot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, I, I lost it. <laughs> I lost my thought. Okay, someone asked how far along I am. I am, the doctor said 13 weeks today, but I think I'm farther along than yeah. that. Every time we go to a different doctor, it's, it's like different. It's, a it's week, like a week off. Yeah. So I think I'm like, we'll just say 14 weeks. Um, and someone asked me how how I, how I did I feel or how I've been feeling. And I will say weeks yeah. five through 10 were yeah. not great. Yeah, They weren't horrible by any means. I hear horror stories about pregnancies and all these complications and for me it was just like a slight difference in my normal let's feeling be, let's be real <laughs> i saw a couple of days i saw a different side of kayla for a couple of days you were tripping out a little bit when? or like doing what you were your hormones were kicking let's just say <laughs> that the hormones were kicking and that's all right but now Is you it? you have you have <laughs> after the 10 weeks you were back yeah to i just so I just had slight nausea where it's just like a pit in my stomach 24-7. Besides, when I was sleeping, I couldn't feel it. And that actually, it was funny because when I was working out, I couldn't feel it. So I felt really good to work out. But Maybe then that, combine that with being tired, it was like hard to get to the gym. Probably raise your endorphins, make you feel a little bit <sighs> yeah. better. Anyway, so honestly, just slight nausea, more tired and... That's it. So now, now I feel great. Like I'm, all, I'm also like, am I even pregnant right now? Because <laughs> I don't feel pregnant. Um, do we have a name picked out yet? Which I know you're not gonna reveal, but I have a name. She had her girl name picked I out. I had a girl name picked out because she was so dead set that we we're having a girl, and yeah, I, I agreed even, with the the name. Yeah, I didn't even pick a boy name. I was like, oh, well, maybe we could keep that name for later on. Yeah, we're not whenever, gonna say it, but whenever the boys' little sister comes oh, about oh in the future <laughs> two and that's it that's it yeah that's two is max um but yeah we do have tyler has his boy name which i 90 percent agree with 90 percent. So. <laughs> all right that's a good number that's a good number um i'll just do this last one this is just funny it's not serious but it says when will the baby get its first gym membership and like I told you, that baby's not going to need a gym membership because I'm I'll sneak them right in, <laughs> put them in the little bag, carry them through, just give them the old wave. No, I say we're good. I say we're as good. soon as he can walk, he needs to be squatting. No, I mean, I think that babies don't have memberships. It's like a tiny fee, you know. It's like <laughs> uh, the typical gym membership is like thirty three dollars. This will be like three. <laughs> Because don't take up much room, you know. Doesn't just, lift a whole lot of he's weight. Just gonna use the three pounder. Doesn't lift a whole, whole lot of weight. Doesn't need the big boy weights. Yeah. He won't ever take the squat rack up. And he already does have a dumbbell. Someone got us a dumbbell. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that. 
Yeah, it's a point two. So cute. I'm so excited about so that. Cute. Yeah. All right, that was the time. Do you have your megaphone moment that you're so mm. excited to do? Because I forgot about me, this said, part. Do I, get my I forgot about moment? this part. I forgot. All right, about megaphone the- moment. Habits you love. We do. What is one thing you know for sure? So if you're on the mountaintop and the whole world was listening to you with your megaphone and they could implement and actually take what you said in the microphone, what would that one thing be? Mm. I think, I think I, you have so much knowledge though. Yeah, like, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, there's a couple you're gonna pick. There's a couple of sayings that come to mind. One of them is kind of like a Taoism quote that says, if you are uh, anxious, you're living in the future. If you're depressed, you're living in the past. And if you're at peace, you're living in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's one. That's a good one. Yeah. If you really soak that in and think about it, it's really good. Yeah. So and then the, um, the other one would be kind of what I told you earlier is if you're lonely when you're alone, then, then you're in bad company. Mm-hmm. So... If you're lonely when you're alone and, you know, you're not liking that, you got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So was love it yourself. Lo- it was lonely or was it like you it, don't enjoy If you're lonely or, yeah, what did I say? If I think you're, it was lonely. If you're, yeah. Lonely when you're alone. Yeah. yeah if you're lonely when you're alone, then you're in bad yeah. company. Like if you just can't stand to be alone. If you're like, if you're alone and you're like, oh my God, I have to call someone. I have to call a friend what are you guys doing a happy hour you know it's like you can't stand to be alone in your own thoughts that's problem and i see that a lot with uh, younger kids having fomo the fear of missing out and i was telling a a young kid at the gym the other day i was like you know what kids have this fear of missing out but really when it once you realize that you are where it's happening you are where it's at like you figure that out that is so powerful man because other people are like you're online you're looking at what are they doing what are they doing what are they doing Nothing more. They're not doing anything more than what you're doing. So you really have to embrace where you're at. And um, that's that's it. That's the secret, mm-hmm. you know, just you are where it's happening mm-hmm. for sure. Well, those are those are great. Those are two good ones. I might need Very two smart. megaphones for that yeah, one. I need two <laughs> okay, well that was awesome. so fun. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah. Thank you, Christina and Kareem. Yes. Appreciate you guys. People get to know us a little better. I think I think we're awesome personally. Uh (laughs) Getting more awesome. Yeah, I don't think people like know (laughs) us as a couple very well. Um, so I guess we'll have to do this more often for them. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) See ya. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.